I'm Anya, and I spent decades compartmentalizing and suppressing the different parts of myself. I woke up at age 40 exhausted, confused, and completely out of alignment. These days, I am definitely not your run-of-the-mill bored housewife. So if you are tired of the shame narrative around sex and pleasure, and you're ready to be all facets of yourself, let's create sexual alchemy. This is a Soulfire production. Hello, loves. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for being here with Anya and I. We are going to make some sexual alchemy today. And my name is Scarlett. It's been three long months since you've heard my voice on this on this incredible show. But I'm here with you today. And I'm here with you, Anya. Hello, my dear, dear friend. Hello, love. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that hearing a different voice tripped people up a little bit. <laughs> me too. Me too. Because I know I get up on, on Wednesdays and I just am so eager to hear your voice in my earbuds or over my car stereo. So I hope so too. Stay alert, stay awake out there where, wherever you're hearing this. <laughs> oh, and she has one of the sexiest voices I've ever heard. So I don't think oh. anybody's going to be disappointed. <laughs> Well, thank you, lovey. Um, you know, it's been it's been a, a, a couple weeks, a couple very full weeks since you invited me to interview you for your show. And ever since you did, my mind has just been working all way <laughs> on all of the things that I would like to ask you and all of the things that I think your listeners would like to know about you that they might not know. But this show for me has become a really important touchstone in the week. And I'm sure it is for many of your listeners too. And I just want to start by saying you have done something amazing with this show. Um, and I'm just so excited, not only to be able to listen to it every week, but to, to know the woman behind it. And so maybe your listeners can get a little bit closer to the beautiful friendship that I enjoy with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the show is, I mean, obviously for me, it's taken on a bit of a life of its own and it's something that I'm, I'm so grateful for. And what I also understand about it is that every conversation I have on this show is, it feels like a journal entry into my own life. It's opening yeah. me up. It is exposing me to other people, other situations, other containers, other expressions. And I'm just so grateful to have all of these experiences and to be able to just witness other people and their transformations and their journeys along the way. And it feels like it intertwines a lot with my own. So I'm excited for that and where it's been and where it's going. And I'm really excited to talk to you today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we know there are there are really very few happy accidents in this world. Uh, you know, many, many things are ordained. And so to hear you say how much resonance you've had with your guests, it, it comes as no surprise to me. Mm -hmm. This is, this is an ordained mission here, sexual alchemy. <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was musing today. Um, I was thinking about it on my, on my drive home that that day your first episodes released to mm. take to take everybody back five months um and how exciting it was we were 
I, I mean, serendipitously, you were flying out to my city yes. to attend an event with me. And, and we did a bit of a recap of that event um, in our episode in December, the Sacred Slut Sisters. That's but funny. how incredible it was to pick you up at the airport, you and E up. And you jumped into my car and saw my Apple CarPlay and it was like, oh my gosh, you're listening to sexual alchemy. <laughs> it was such like a triumphant moment. Totally. Oh, oh yes. my God. That felt so good. It felt so real. Cause I've been thinking about this for so long, you know, this show, I remember I put a tweet out sometime a while back, like sometime in 2020, even I think it was saying like, do we have enough lifestyle podcasts out there? Do we need more? Like I'm looking to talk about things that I don't think I'm hearing people talking about. And this is what it is. And I got some really great feedback and then I sat on it for like a year. <laughs> and so, yeah, to kind of get in your car that day, it felt full circle for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was just so happy to, to witness you enjoy all that you had manifested. And, you know, I, I love, I love those first two episodes so much. I've listened to them multiple times. There's just so much for me in those first two episodes of your life, your journey. Um, you're talking about other lifestyle podcasts. And I think what you shared was a true revealing of very intimate and vulnerable parts of yourself. So your listeners have felt held by a woman that they've come to know, you know, mm -hmm. this transformed woman. And what I love about the name of your show is that it is a name, which you, you know, described, you describe alchemy as the seemingly magical process of transformation, but it's also an intention in one Mm -hmm. And you set out with the show with a very specific intention. And I'm wondering, how is that intention manifested for you? And how has it evolved since those first episodes five months ago? Mm. Such a good question. I think, you know, when I say... When I ask the question, you know, can this space absorb another lifestyle podcast? What I've come to learn is this isn't really a lifestyle podcast, right? Right. right. This is a podcast about people's journeys. It's about transformation. It's about empowerment. It's about unshaming. It's about all of these things that I've had to do in my own life and that I continue to do. Let's not ever, ever think that this is a journey that is complete right? There's right. no destination here. And so it is just benchmarks along the way in that journey. And so for me, it has transformed from thinking about it being a lifestyle podcast, talking about my own relationship container, processing my own life and my own journey to being something where I want to open up a forum for people to talk about their own lives, their own transformations, whatever that looks like. The common thread through all the episodes so far is that there is an element of sexuality in them, right? but it isn't always even at the forefront. In some, of, in some of the journeys that we're hearing about, there is more of a spiritual aspect. In some, there's more of a kink aspect. In some, there's just more of a self-acceptance and a self-embracing aspect. And all of them are welcome at the table 
And so I don't think I knew exactly where it would go, but when starting my frame of reference was my own, you know, I had this small segment of community that I had grown accustomed to. And that I'm so incredibly grateful for within the lifestyle world around cuckolding and hot wifing and all of that terminology aside, whether I do or don't agree with it, or I do or don't subscribe to it or whatever, I'm infinitely grateful for that community and for the place that I learned that I had at the table. And now my table's expanded and I'm looking at other aspects of myself in terms of my own journey, my spirituality that's intertwined with it, conscious sexuality, conscious relationships, conscious intimacy. And the common thread for me moving forward is probably much more around consciousness rather than particularly Mm. sex, right? But consciousness within the realm of relationship, intimacy, and sexuality. So that's the transformation that I'm seeing happening. And in terms of the interest and the conversations that I'm having, but I never feel like I want to, I don't want to turn my back on anything because I think those things exist in every relationship. It's just to what degree are they prioritized and to what degree are they expressed? Hmm. But I still want to have conversations with everybody along the entire spectrum And I'm also finding myself so much more interested in conversations about experiences that I have no viewpoint into, no groups, right? And so I want more voices and more experiences to be heard. And so I understand that my own following isn't huge, but the more conversations that we have and the more people we add to the table, I just want it to be additive. I don't want to exclude Mm. anybody. I've I think I've long said that the only things that I will probably hold no space for are people who hurt anyone, right? People who hurt children, people who hurt animals, people who hurt people, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's the only thing that I'm not really willing to lift up. And that does not include people who enjoy being hurt. If you enjoy being hurt (laughs) and you enjoy, (laughs) you know, that type of dynamic, come on, right. Bring it on. But it's about people who willingly, knowingly take advantage of or hurt others. You don't have a place on this show, but otherwise bring it. I want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. As, as I'm listening to you, you know, speak about how this intention has, has manifested for the show. It's, it's so often in my experience, when you set out on a great, to complete a great task, right. That you can't even see the end of the task. You can only see the few steps in front of you. Yeah. That, that like transformation that occurs, that transposition of your intention onto reality and all of the other incredible threads of the tapestry that you weren't anticipating coming together. Mm -hmm. So often, like it's so much better than what we could have imagined. And what I'm hearing you say is that this is what sexual alchemy has become for you. Like this whole new way of hearing about like novel and interesting and fascinating and resonating, you know, expressions and perspectives. And I, for one, as a listener, really appreciate that about your show as well. I know I'm going to be challenged. I know I'm going to, you know, look at things from a different lens. So Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that with us. Oh my gosh. Thanks for asking. Yeah. And, and, you know, I do have another question. Um, and this is one I think is really important. So I want to get to it right away. Um, you shared, 
in a few episodes, a few of your solo episodes about the healing practices of plant medicine that you have engaged in. I've, I've loved those episodes. And you've also talked about your sexual shaman training that you participated in. And I think that what I would really like to know is for someone who is just starting out on their sexual journey or their spiritual journey, rather, be it, you know, they're leaving religion or they've never really felt a a spiritual resonance or spiritual connection. What guidance would you offer that person to start becoming more connected in spirituality or healing or self-love work? What would you recommend? Mm. Well, the first thing that pops to my mind is to get really quiet, right? And Mm. when I say that, I think about getting really quiet within yourself and spending some time words like meditation and, and, you know, things like that can be really either daunting or alienating for people. But if you are thinking about yourself and your own expression of whether it be sexuality or something else, and there are things that are getting in the way of that. So say that I'm sitting here thinking, I'd really like to explore this particular sexual act or this particular expression. But I can't do that because the way I was raised, good girls don't do that. That is not the way somebody behaves if they want to, you know, be a good girl. And I want to be a good girl. I want to have the life that I want to have. And if that means being a good girl, I'll just put that away. Like, Mm. that's just an example. If that's the narrative that's going to your head, through your head, I would say, okay, that's something to think about and to hear. And so now kind of sit still with yourself and say, like, okay, I'm going to challenge a few things. I'm going to ask, what is it to be a good girl? Where did that come from? Is that a belief that I constructed for myself or did somebody else construct that belief for me? What is it about this thing that I'm interested in that is inherently making me a bad girl? And what is a bad girl? And is that something that I don't want to identify with? Did I come up with that for myself? And there's a couple of different ways. I mean, what I'm describing here, I guess, is probably more of a mental exercise. But I also think that if we can get quiet enough with ourselves and ask these questions and allow our bodies to tell us some answers, if your body is getting revved up and excited about something, that's information, right? Like that's a data point that we don't often give, give ourselves credit for. And I think that we have to understand that we have been taught by society, by family, by constructs, that there are these ways of thinking about things, and that is the only way to process information. But we have this whole internal information system that lives within us and and around us all the time that can give us information. And so Again, aside from the idea of wanting to willingly hurt people who don't want to be hurt or who don't have agency or authority to say, yes, I consent to this, like outside of that, if you experience turn on when you think about something, I think you should always be asking yourself, why is that not okay? 
what's wrong with that? And even just starting with that inquiry alone, I think can take you down so many different rabbit holes of discovery, of self, of pleasure, of what is your own internal compass of quote, right and quote, wrong. Like, and that alone is probably enough to challenge yourself and blow your whole world wide open. Yeah. So I don't know if I answered that, but I would say like, that's a real starting point of inquiry within yourself, both within your own mind and within your body. And I think it could take you (laughs) in directions you may not be prepared for. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that that's, that's a beautiful starting place. And I, it's something I don't think that we talk about enough and it's very resonant to my own journey. You know, it's stillness and quiet are just rare in our existence in today's age right now. I mean, it just to truly seek stillness um, and attain that for yourself. It's, it is amazing what can be revealed. I think that's a beautiful first step that, that folks can take. So I, I, you know, I think that you just said, you know, some terms like meditation, uh, mindfulness, these things can be daunting, right? Um, but just framing it in a few simple things you can do on a daily basis to stay more firmly grounded and more firmly in yourself, that to me has always not been as daunting mm. as saying, I'm taking up this practice of meditation. Right. And before you know it, you know, you're finding yourself uh, meditating and being comfortable with that. Um, so I'm really, I'm really glad that I asked you that. I, I feel like your listeners may want to know, like, what, how do I access this, this spirituality as you're, you've described it. So many of your guests have described it. So I I thought that was an important question. Mm. Um, And I think this is probably a good time for us to get a little caught up in what 2022 has Mm -hmm. brought to us. Right. Um, What, what has your year been like? I know that we did a, a chat on the Moan platform, which I know Kale, the founder, has mm-hmm. been on Sexual Alchemy. Yeah. We use that to set forth some of our more fun slatensions, we call them. But I know you and I also did some work to set forth some values and some intentions for this year. And I think we, we've, we've discussed just how much the universe has met us in that, <laughs> in lots of challenging and really daunting ways, but also in some beautiful ways. So I I just wanted to see if you could get, get your listeners caught up on what this year has brought for Anya. Well, that's a loaded question. Um, wow. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I want to, you know, interestingly, I think I'm not quite sure the timing of it, but I have an episode Uh, coming out with a couple that I adore. They have a podcast called OK Babe and it's Kelly and Connor Moore. And I recently had a conversation with them that should be coming live soon too. And it was also about a lot of the shifts and changes in my own personal life right now. So 2022, I remember coming into this year with the intention of I'm going to learn what it means to be a female leader. And I'm going to learn what it means to embrace dominance in my own way. 
And by January 1st, I was already met with challenges in doing this. And what I mean by that is, and I haven't talked about this overly publicly, but obviously this is going to be a conversation on OK Babe as well. But, you know, E and I are in a place of, of kind of looking at our relationship and saying, OK, this is where we've been the last three years. You know, we, we, he just told me yesterday, we celebrated our three-year kind of cuckolding anniversary yesterday. Celebrate is a loose term, but we acknowledged it. <laughs> and we've been in this container for three years. And what, what is it doing in terms of service for us? And what is it doing in terms of um, not serving us really is the best way to put it. And so we've been evaluating, you know, what, what it is doing for us and what it is not doing for us and where we would like to be exploring a little bit more. So I would say right now that in 2022, as of today, we're recording March 15th, you know, it is, I feel like we're in a fairly undefined territory. I don't not identify as a cuckoldress. And I, I think that he would say the same. He identifies probably as a cuckold, but we are not necessarily married to that container. There mm. are aspects of it though, and we've talked very publicly about this, that are part of our identity, part of who we are. And for me, those aspects, and I'll only speak for myself here, but for me, those aspects are absolutely, I am a woman who knows my mind, who knows my heart. I am a leader. I am dominant. I'm not submissive. None of those, and, and anything I am not, I don't look at as being anything right or wrong, up or down, positive or negative. It's just my identity in situations that I have been in lead me to understand myself as somebody who's very independent, who loves sovereignty, who loves freedom. And that is another thing that I am very much present with and is super alive for me right now is like discovering what that means for me. Mm. I am married. I am in this container of marriage that I cherish and think is so beautiful. And still, I also really value and honor these aspects of myself that I can't deny, you know, like I just said, sovereignty and freedom and things like that. I also really love the opportunity to explore really anything that feels good for me. You know, right. we've, we've stepped into kind of a bit more of a polyamorous kind of expression and journey for me, but really also understanding that we have to feel around and see, does that resonate with E? What works for him? What feels good for him? What does not feel good for him? And so in this season of 2022, where we find ourselves thus far, I've taken my own advice and I've gotten very quiet. I've gotten mm. very quiet. I haven't been overly present on Twitter, which is where my community is most present. And that has felt really weird for me. It's felt really strange to kind of self-isolate. But what I'm trying to figure out right now is what, what is my voice? Where is it in this space? Am I a lifestyle spokesperson? Am I a spiritualist? Am I traveling a path that not really anybody is on that space? Well, that's bullshit. Like we're all traveling paths. We're all having experiences that are so many different pieces. 
but I haven't quite figured out what my voice is yet on that, on that platform and in that way. So I've really been expressing myself through the show and through the guests that I've been having. And I'm in a place of self-discovery. And I can say that what I feel very drawn toward right now is our collective mission, yours and mine, with Slut Sisters. We, I hope, are getting into that in this episode, talking about the things that we are really envisioning within that space. We've had some downloads together. We spent a weekend together in January, really like figuring out what is our mission and vision for this. And now Mm. behind the scenes, we've been talking about it a lot. And so that's super alive for me. And I'm also very present with my own kind of journey through plant medicine and through, I'm actually attending another training with the International School of Temple Arts in April. And and that's coming up very soon. And so those are the pieces that I'm really deeply entrenched in and exploring right now. But you know me and I, you know, I love human design. I don't talk about it a lot on Twitter and Instagram, but like, it is something that is super, super interesting to me. And for those who know what human design is, I'm a manifesting generator and the way that you are, (laughs) (laughs) and the way that I work is that like anything that captures my attention at the moment is like the only fucking thing in the world. And it's all I can give my attention to. And it's the only thing. But as soon as I feel like I've conquered it, or I feel like I've absorbed all of the space and the sponge that I have for it, I kind of move on to something else. So where I am today, March 15th at 6.39 PM here in the mountain zone, it might be different in 20 minutes and it could be a totally different shift, but it's my long and winding answer of where I'm at in 2022. And I have no idea where it'll go from here. Thank goodness. Right. Thank goodness that the rest is, <laughs> is, is still unwritten. A, yeah. And that feels so beautiful, right? Like you said earlier, you can only see, you know, the fog is only clear up to so many inches and feet in front of our faces. Right. The rest TBD. Hmm. As I was listening to you, um, you know, I, I was thinking about how finding something, be it a sexual dynamic that we enjoy, be it a certain style of relationship, be it a form of, you know, creative expression, be it any of those things that we find identity with or or resonance with at a core level at like the deepest layer of ourselves. I think that that is one of the most um, incredible human experiences. It's one of the things that makes us human is this capacity to find something beyond and outside of ourselves and realize, you know, that, that alignment within ourselves, that experience can also lead us to hold on to things a little longer than we probably should, or at least it has for me. I'll speak Mm -hmm. for myself here. You know, when I find something that really, I feel um, affirms my human experience, it's very, the, the, the tendency to really hold on to that for dear life um, because of the meaning it's given me and the purpose it's given me. I have found at times 
you know, I've realized I probably held on to that a lot longer than I should have, or a lot beyond when it stopped serving me. Mm-hmm. And so to hear you so, so openly talk about the flow and the transit that you are in, in these matters, be it your relationship container, be it, you know, the way that you are expressing you know, or your, you know, your connection with lifestyle community or not. I think it's really beautiful because it shows how deeply you know yourself and how willing you are. One of, one of the, the uh, values I wrote down for my year is the capacity to lean into change and not against it. Mm. Like that, that has been it for me, you know, and I think that's so um, relevant to what we're talking about right now. And I hope that as your listeners, you know, hear this, maybe that resonates with you. You know, maybe there's something you're holding on to that you're not quite sure if it serves you anymore. And um, that's such a human and natural process. And it doesn't mean that it, it didn't serve its purpose in your life. Oh, hell no. Yeah. If we could just be a little bit better at thanking and honoring those things that were and what they did for us at the time and just letting that go with mindfulness and peace. Like I think our human experience would be um, just a a bit less painful, (laughs) but there's even grief about that, right? Like there's grief about that. Like I loved this, this expression or this, what it did for me. And so there's a grieving process. And I mean, it sounds a little bit like you are even in that process right now. (laughs) I'm seeing your face. Oh my gosh. No, yeah. Nobody else gets the benefit of the video that we have going on, but everything you're speaking right now is hitting me so hard. And I think it's so true. You know, I think it's because things have had such great meaning and meant so much for us and contributed to our growth in such significant ways that when we realize that that particular piece of a chapter might be closing out, there is grief. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be a cuckoldress forever. I don't know if I'm still one today, but I do know that it served me. And it served a huge purpose for me and in my relationship. And I have no idea if it's something that will be there for me tomorrow or the next day. And that is the part that makes me sad because it did serve me in so many amazing ways. And it may still yet, and the chapters are yet to unfold, but it's really hard to let go of something that you have loved so much. I have found so much empowerment and so much freedom in this container that E and I have been playing in for three years. And there have been highs and there have been very low lows, but nonetheless, through it all, I've seen purpose and I've seen what it's done for me. And so that even that particular piece is something that is really, really alive for me in terms of mourning something that you may be moving on from, but allowing it to happen anyway, and seeing the beauty in that. I know I haven't really talked much about my most recent journey with ayahuasca in January after the fact, but there was a moment in my first night in ceremony where 
I was in some of the deepest grief I've ever felt in my entire life. And it could have been around some of these things, around letting go of certain things. But even in it, I was so cognizant of and aware of the fact that I owed gratitude to that grief Mm. because it was serving me and it was for a bigger purpose. And I've experienced times before where I have been crying and usually on medicine, but I've been crying and I've been crying and I've been held by people who were present for the ceremony. And I've been told, even while you were crying, you had the biggest smile on your face. And I could see that the tears didn't only mean one thing, right? They meant more than just grief and more than just sadness and more than just suffering. They meant joy. They meant purpose. You were seeing something much bigger. And it's so true. And so I just would leave that with anybody who's experienced that kind of internal dichotomy of what you were describing, Scarlett, which is saying goodbye to something and grieving it, but knowing the beauty that that existed within it for you for the moment that it was there. Wow. I have just the biggest chills running across my bodies right now. Like it's, I, I didn't anticipate that we would be talking about grief on this episode, but I'm so glad that we're here because, you know, as I shared in, in my episode with you, loss, grief, and the, the joy that lies just beyond grief and the human experience of grief, um, you know, that grief is just love persisting, like, and yeah, that's a, that's a line from WandaVision, everybody. <laughs> I watched <laughs> it WandaVision. When, oh my gosh. When I heard that, it just, I was a puddle of tears, right? I mean, grief has been a, a predominant theme in my life and um, it, it's just incredible that we've arrived here on this, on this show and also in our own experience where we can, and I mean, you through your plant medicine journey and you know, me at various parts of my life where we can recognize grief is so much of what makes us human. And these feelings while painful are just bringing us down to our rawest form so that we can be this just puddle of humanity, you know, experiencing all the feelings, sadness, loss, and, and, you know, hurt and joy and, um, you know, seeing the absurdity and laughter of it all. And, and that to me is, is just what, what life is about and what living is about. And to, uh, to just wrap this up, I'm just so glad that we arrived here and, and talking about grief and also being like, I feel uplifted right now, which is not always the case. You know, I'm, I hope you're feeling the same way and I hope the listeners are feeling the same way, but there's, there's a lot of optimism here. You know, are you feeling that? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah, there is, I have no fear about what tomorrow looks like, right? Mm. No matter what aspect, container, expression, 
discovery, inquiry, wherever the fuck I'm going, like I've got no fear about it. I just know that it is going to be something that is going to serve me and my highest good, right? And even if I have to still feel some grief and sadness around it, that does not mean that it is something to be afraid of or to shy away from. So a hundred percent what you just said. I love it. Me too. Well, I'd like to know a little bit more about um, maybe some of the things that your listeners don't aren't aware of uh, that's a part of sexual alchemy because you have shed light on the healing and wholeness of so many people. And I'm sure that your listeners are resonating and reaching out to you with stories of their own sexual alchemy and, and their feedback about what the show has done for them. Is there a particular story that has just really um, elevated this to you that's really salient for you that you'd like to share? So there's a few that are sticking out to me right now. Um, and so I guess what I'll do is put them in a couple of different camps. So one camp of outreach that I've received a nice amount of, which has been so beautiful, are people who resonate with the journey that E and I have been on, mm. but they haven't quite decided that it's time to, or that they want to step their toes really further into the water. And so it's been really beautiful to journey. And the interesting thing about those situations are I'm talking to both the, the parties, both partners in the relationship in these particular relationships that I'm talking about. They have been specifically male and female or or masculine and femme identifying, but Um, but that's neither here nor there. I've had the opportunity to talk with people who are saying, I, I love what you're talking about, but some of the fears that I have are the things that you've experienced too. Can you talk and help me understand like how to reconcile some of these things, how to reconcile some of my own shame or my own upbringing or the religious aspect of things, you know, those conversations feel so tender. And I feel so honored that people trust me to help be one of probably many guides along the way as they decide whether or not they want to step into something that's more non-traditional and an expression that feels really, really interesting and alive for them, but they just don't quite know how to do it. And the other camp that I would talk about, I'm thinking of two couples in particular, and I'm not going to like out them or say names because I don't know what they want shared of their journeys, but they're, they're public as well in this lifestyle container that we've been in. And what I think is really interesting about these other two couples and what E and I have been willing to talk about is we want to bring to light, we certainly don't ever want to put any sort of shade or dark pallor or dark cloud over a beautiful experience like cuckolding is. But we also want people to be very cognizant of and understanding that there is a spectrum here. And if you find yourself on one end or the other, as opposed to in the middle, you may not find representation for what you are experiencing or what you want. And these other couples at this point, I've actually even invited both on the show to talk about their experiences. 
And what I really love, and they will know who they are when they listen, if they listen to this, so far they've declined because they're not quite sure they're ready to bring their journey, their evolution, and like the vast, wide array of expressions that their relationship has taken on. Because sometimes you find that when you have identified as a particular thing, polyamorous, cuckolding, hot wifing, rope play, top, bottom, submissive, anything, whatever you've pigeonholed yourself as, you feel like you don't have freedom to move around within that. And so there might be some people who are a number of those things within one expression, and they don't really know how to talk about it. And so when I talk about openly wanting to explore all these different aspects of myself, you know, people are saying that really resonates, but it feels like it's not really well embraced within our community because people then don't know what to do with us. And I don't have Mm. one label. I have many labels, you know? And so those, those are the two different types of stories that I feel like I'm getting the most of. And I feel again, super honored that people are willing to share with me. And I also am hoping that there is more and more a willingness to talk about the variety of our experiences and what makes them part of our own whole divine kind of sexual birthright. Right. Right. So that's, that's what I would say. That's beautiful. You know, I, and I know that's, that's a tagline for, for your show, but it is like, every time I read it, I just, feel like, yes, like confirmation. Yes, this is our birthright that we may journey these journeys and have this experience. And, um, you know, I too can really relate with that. And, and I'm so glad that these couples have found, as I have found in you a very safe place, reaching out to Anya is always a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I reach out to this woman, like as much as I possibly can, Um, you know, because you are such a safe place and you do not come at these exchanges from the, like you come at these exchanges from a very holistic, like perspective, Mm you see the wholeness of the person that's approaching you, no matter what the context is surrounding our communication. You did that for me. Mm-hmm. You know, we met because um, we are two women in, in the same style of relationship. At least we have been, right? Who yeah. knows? Right. Um, but um, that your capacity to see me as, as a whole person, because you have done the work, to connect all these parts of yourself. Um, if you have not felt seen that way, I recommend you reach out to Anya and consider coming on, on the show. I mean, I'm hungry to hear your story and receive you as that whole person as well. And I'm sure all of your listeners are too. Um, and I mean, we're kind of, kind of getting into what my next question is here. Um, you know, as far as let's, let's start talking about and shifting into the future. We've, we've talked a bit about the past. Um, what do you think the future looks like for sexual alchemy? What, what's on your bucket list? What would you like to 
what kind of of people with with what various life experiences do you hope to host here? And this is your opportunity to send this out into the universe and to anyone who may be listening. Oh my gosh, you have just put me on the spot for something that Ian and I were just talking about yesterday. So in terms of guests and things like that, what I can say is, I, like I said earlier, I want the whole gamut. Please, please, please reach out to me if you have something that you think would be of interest to a wider variety of people, because your story just is, is, is something that you don't hear every day. And I want to amplify that type of a voice. Also, I've really gotten excited about the fact that I'm Engaging in conversation, not just with people who are talking about their own personal journeys, but people who work with people in this Mm. space. Mm -hmm. So for example, last week, uh, you know, this episode will come out when it comes out, but I recently had Annie Undone, who's on Instagram on the show, who works with people from a peer perspective and polyamory and opening relationships up tomorrow. I have an episode that I'm just so honored to be bringing to light by um, a woman, a woman that came on. Her name is Joe Portia Mayari, and she is a conscious sex and relationship coach, but she also has her own journey. I'm interviewing this weekend. Hopefully we are in talks about rescheduling, but Dr. David Lay, who is a psychotherapist who works with people around sexuality, lots of fascinating topics from him. So I'm opening it up to professionals in this space. I also had a pre-interview with somebody today who does international family systems therapy is in training for that, which has also done a lot of family or plant medicine journeys. Um, And and so he's going to be coming on the show. We're going to do this, his interview this Thursday. So that type of stuff is so fascinating to me because I want to be talking not just to people about their experiences, but people who work with people. But because I've been doing more of these kind of consultative kind of opportunities with people who are going through their own transitions, I recently had a couple reach out to me asking if I would help be kind of peer support for them as they are talking about opening their relationship up and it's very scary and they don't really know what they're doing. I've actually just as of this weekend decided to add onto my link tree on Instagram, the option of peer support. So if people yes. are looking to have some sort of introductory call with me, just to kind of talk and hear their situation, we can talk about what peer support would look like as an offering from sexual alchemy. So that's one area with that. Of course, I've talked about ISTA, my love for it and like the trainings that I've been the one I've attended, the one I'm going to, and there's so much more there that's open and available if it feels right and aligned. So that's something that we will see where that heads. And I don't know beyond that, like it's, you know, it really is something that will reveal itself in time. But the other venture that isn't sexual alchemy that I really super want to talk about is with you and Slut Sisters and what we're doing with this amazing concept of empowering and amplifying the voices of women who are sexually liberated, unshamed and and transformed. transformed. (laughs) And like, obviously it's not sexual alchemy. It's different, but that's another huge piece that I think I just really am so aligned with and feel so passionate about. Um, You know, when you and I initially talked about slut sisters and making it a thing, 
It was in the aftermath of our own powerful experiences together in our friendship and after an event that we were all attendant at in Houston that we had like our slut sisters bags and all of our gear and like everything. And it was so powerful and so beautiful. And then I'm going to, I'm going to flip this interview back on you just a quick second here, because I want, I want you to tell me what your experience was. You and I spent a weekend together in January where we were not intentionally re-envisioning Slut Sisters, but I was going through some transformative pieces. You were going through some transformative pieces and we sat down and we were like, okay, does our old vision fit with what is happening in a life for both of us right now? And I want you to tell me from your perspective, like what was that experience like when we were together and when we had this kind of like powerful download of where we want to go? I want to leave that conversation or at least kick it off in your hands. Absolutely. Um, I feel like I have not ceased talking about this since it started, uh, or at least pieces of it, um, because it really was revolutionary for me. Uh, and I know you, you feel the same way. Um, uh, our friendship and our connection being what it is, it's always been incredibly deep and this opportunity. And, and, and it's fascinating. Cause like you said, there were transformations happening in our lives individually. We don't live in the same city. We don't see each other frequently. Um, but there is a parallelism in our experience that is undeniable and powerful. Mm-hmm. And so when we came together and decided to, um, I mean, it, it, it didn't even necessarily feel like it was a conscious decision. It was actually rather unconscious. But as we started talking, this term you're using download, like it really was a download from an entity beyond you and I, or maybe perhaps <laughs> ourselves together. I, I mean, it, it, the vision before us was very clear that there are many ways to empower and empowerment looks different for different people. Right. Um, so with that, uh, with that being said, and it's an, an important thing to say, right. Um, what, when we were thinking about slut sisters and, and bringing it closer to, to conception, what we realized is what we want for this community, this intentional community is to create a space where the male gaze is entirely removed, mm. like entirely, like mm. every smidgen of it is gone. And that's, that's not to say that, you know, the men in our lives and their support of our sluthood and their cherishing of that part of ourselves isn't a good thing, isn't wonderful, isn't appreciated. That's beautiful. However, there is a real lacking, there's a real lack of a space in our, in our world for women to be wild and untamed and unshamed and to experience their sexuality completely outside of any, you know, masculine energy, be it divine or toxic. Like we, we want to, to 
have a radical encounter with what female sexuality looks like removed from all of that. Uh, and that was our download that we, we get into an even, even deeper layer of authentic feminine sexual expression um, that, you know, we, we probably, I mean, we, we are seeking this for ourselves, right? We're yeah. seeking it for ourselves and we are looking for sisters to join us and help us and support us in this. Um, that's what Slut Sisters is um, essentially. And since receiving that download, it has just been a, the path before us has been made all the more clear and for me, at least, events have unfolded that have shown me this is exactly what this organization needs to be, not just for me, but for a lot of the women that I know in community who are seeking that raw and authentic engagement with their own feminine sexuality. Um, so it's been a it's been a, such a like journey to get here neither of us expected this right no yeah (laughs) I mean it has just got such power I mean you talked earlier about chills I mean like right now I'm just impacted like by the way that you spoke about it and it is it takes me exactly back to where we were when we talked about it and it's just it's just such a powerful experience. And like you said, it's not to be exclusive to those that love us and cheer us on and support our expression, whatever that looks like, but it is truly an intrinsic thing. It is not about being a performative slut for somebody else's benefit, for somebody else's admiration. It is about the inherent empowerment that comes with a woman who is embracing and acting out for herself, her sexuality, her sensuality, and whatever that expression is for her, be it asexual all the way to hypersexual. It doesn't fucking matter. The whole matter. spectrum, right. It's the whole spectrum. And it is about anybody who identifies as a femme individual. We are not looking to cut anybody off from this table. We have as many leaves as we need to expand the table to fit every fucking individual that this matters for and that this feels resonant with. And, you know, it is not necessarily, you don't have to have the very specific aspects to yourself that Scarlett has or that I have or that somebody else has. It is just that if this is something that resonates with you for yourself in your journey, and you want to go a little deeper and you want to talk a little more, you want to explore, you want to play, you want to do anything within this realm with other women as your sisters, as your army, as your team, whatever you look at it like, we want to be there to support that in you, for you, with you, and alongside of you. That's it. And we are just like, we're just over the moon excited about this offering, this intentional community. Um, You know, it is going to be not about us, but about 
every sister that joins the newest sister is a leader you know yeah. uh that is that is what it is going to be for us um and i know we've been we've been talking about it for quite some time and we are as close as we've ever been I to know. to bringing this and to manifesting this into into this community and so i i thank you for your patience um you know anya and i had we launched this into the world in december it wouldn't be what it is going to be. No. And so it's very, like, we both are very aware that what we are helping to bring into the world is actually of great consequence. And like, we just, we just want you to join us in this. I, we want nothing more than that, but we want it to be the best possible community for you that it can be. And there's, it's going to be so much fucking fun. Like yeah, it's going to be, be so, so fun. much fun. Oh, yes. We're, yes. we're going to have a blast and all the incredible, like light and fun moments that you've, you may have seen with slut sisters are going to be very much apart. Uh, but we're also going to do some radical shit. We've come to fuck some shit up and <laughs> cause a revolution so also be aware of that you're on notice <laughs> you are on notice absolutely and just to kind of put an exclamation point on what scarlet is saying um it's coming very soon we have um we have a designer for our website it's going to she is amazing she has been so excited you know oh who you God. are. Yes. <laughs> you have Our been art is incredible. Amazing artwork. And we are just so excited to bring this to you. So like we said, we're recording this March 15th. It'll come out probably in a week or so. And you can expect Slut Sisters to be live before summer hits for sure. For and sure. We are super excited about it. And it is for everyone. It will be, there will be zero prohibition on you entering the door no matter what your means are. Um, so just know that this is about true sisterhood. This is not about what you can afford or, you know, what you can, what you can contribute to be a part of it. So we're so excited. Yeah. And I also want to say just before we, before we move forward on this, that like Anya and I in conversing about slut sisters, like it's just working with you is a joy. Like it's just a joy because the way that we have been able to like something that was really important for me when thinking about our, our merch is like size inclusivity, Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, having diversity represented in our art, having sisters of different ethnicities of different gender expressions, yes. like we, and to, she's, she's just always been like, yes, absolutely. We're going to make it. So, you know, yeah. that, that for me, like, it's such a joy when in so many other working environments, when you're conceiving of something and bringing it forward, it's like just roadblock after roadblock after roadblock, but it it's just been beautiful to, for my contributions to be received and your contributions to be received in such a natural way. And I just, I just can't wait for all of you to see it when it, mm. when it comes to life. I can't either. It's, it's everything that we want it to be. And we are just, yeah, so excited to see where it leads and what the sisterhood develops like, and to meet more and more and more of you out there. So absolutely. Anya, thank you so much. I, I am honored beyond measure to have been in this seat on sexual alchemy 
And, you know, I, I've just, every opportunity I've, I've had to be a part of this show has been cherished and treasured in my world. And so I just can't thank you enough. And I hope that I, I met my goal and your <laughs> listeners know, you know, just, just how much, like she is more incredible than you could possibly imagine. Um, and you've brought something of such beauty into the world. And I can't wait to listen to your next episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time and for agreeing to do this. I know it's probably a little weird, but I'm just really grateful that you were willing to sit in the seat because there's nobody I'd rather have give this oh. time and have this conversation with me. So thank you. Of course. Of course, love. And until next week. We love you all. Until next time. Yes, we do. Bye, everyone. 